the highway. We up the Marriott, meet me in the lobby. Loud, loud smoker, I don't do the molly. Sprite and promoters ain't taking over my body. Hey, it's your new favorite crossdresser, the Aurora Fever. What it is, y'all? It's Fifty Shades again. What's up, y'all? It's your favorite player, Lexo. Y'all already know what it is. Y'all kicking with Juice Boulevard. On the motherfucking highway. Already know. So, last week, episode 18, we were talking about ghetto. Um, we just discussed uh, the reasons we find ourselves using the word ghetto. Um, shit, I'm having a fucking brain, brain fart. Um... The reason we find ourselves using the word ghetto, why there's so many negative connotations around it, and the different meanings when different uh, races use the word itself. So, um, if you haven't already, make sure you check out episode 18. Alright, so episode 19 is entitled Role Model. So this week we will be discussing our favorite people, um, people we inspire to be, the people we inspire. Uh, but before we get into that, let's just talk about current events for the week. So this week in current events. Let's start off with Charlemagne and Lizzo because I fucking love Lizzo and <laughs> I'm trying to put them stuff away. So, <laughs> so for the people who don't know who Lizzo is, could you just briefly? Yeah, so Lizzo is a um, artist, a music artist, and a lot of her music is basically a subject around um, body and body positivity, women empowerment, and just loving yourself. Yeah. And so she has music like um, Juice. She has, well, you should know Juice. Juice is one of her biggest hits. Like, that's, I feel like that's the, the track that really made her mainstream. But um, she has a lot of different, a lot of different stuff. I really love Lizzo. Lizzo is the future of music. It's, she's so positive, so energetic, interactive, so happy. I love her energy. But, um, and she's a big girl, full-figured woman. So, she goes on the... Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Club, and she has an interview with Charlemagne, um, DJ Envy, and Angela Yee. And there's this other guy in there that looked like um, the the guy that does the that be with. I think his name is Nick. Oh, Dan Roo? Yeah, that's his name. The guy, the the, the gyrating dude. Yeah, that be doing the the yeah. noise bounce shit. Yeah, yeah he looks right. like him, but <laughs> I don't know who he is or why he's there because I've never seen him on Breakfast Club before. But anyways. She's doing an interview or whatever with the Breakfast Club, and Charlemagne comes out of his mouth. And this really saddens me because Charlemagne's from South Carolina. Charlemagne is literally from, like, maybe an hour, hour and a half from where we are. Right, from the cut. Right. And, um, Moko, to be, <laughs> to be exact where he's from. But this is really saddening because he comes out of his mouth and he says, You're one of those women that will look stupid skinny. Lizzo's immediate reaction was, what? Like, <laughs> when she says it the whole entire fucking interview, and I fucking love it. What? Like, you hear that H and that what? Like, that's one of them things. Like, how, how dare you fix, how you even fix your fucking mouth to say that shit to somebody? Like, and not feel no type of way once that shit come out your mouth. Like, exactly. Damn, like, did I really just put my foot in my mouth? But no, you continue the conversation on. Like, exactly. He ain't said nothing wrong. He ain't said shit. I mean, no, honesty. She handled, she handled that shit like she, you know what I'm saying? She just was just like, <coughs> bitch, I look good, period. I can look. Right, at any size. <coughs> at any size. And I'm just like, that's, <coughs> I don't know. That's just kind of like an ignorant statement um, all together. Because, like, who are you to say I look stupid? What You don't know why these people could be getting skinny. They could be sick. They could be doing it for 
health reasons. They could be doing it just, you know what I'm saying, just to make themselves feel better. So exactly. to tell somebody they would look stupid skinny is just almost like, it's just, whoa. Right, like, and I feel as though he was trying. Maybe like, like his heart was, was in a good place. To, right, he was trying to give her a compliment, like saying you look good being big, but... At the same time, that's not even a compliment either. Like that's, that's almost like saying, "Oh, you pretty for a dark skin girl." That's exactly what it's what it's like. Like they ain't even know in between. Like, damn, because somebody big, they can't be fine. Right. I didn't know you know fine was limited to a size. Well, because like, she's big, she's fine. I don't feel like that's something people should be looking at either. I feel you. I ain't never heard of that one personally, but. <laughs> I almost definitely feel you. I feel like that's what like, he was saying though. Yeah. Like. You fine because you big, or you big and you fine, so that's good. You know what I mean, like. Yeah, but you definitely still wouldn't be fine if you were skinny. Right. It's it's like it's like an underhanded compliment, but that shit just trash as fuck. And I feel trash as fuck for understanding what he was trying to say. (laughs) (laughs) So what does that really say about you, nigga? Yeah, what does that say about right? We just from the same place. That's the only reason why I feel like I understand. That country shit, because when country motherfuckers don't give a damn why they say it and who the fuck they say it to. Right. That Moko ain't nothing but damn country. But anyways, moving on. Because, <laughs> because she handled that. We don't need to handle it for her. <laughs> but I just want to say, I just want to say. <laughs> also, like, just, just, well, that didn't really have nothing to do with it. But just because you're skinny doesn't mean that you are healthy, for one thing. Two, doesn't mean that you are, you know, attractive. Yeah. I mean, just because you big, I mean, you ain't. Unhealthy, ain't healthy neither, but exactly. Motherfuckers could tell you down. Motherfuckers, weight. right? <laughs> for what? You're obese to make other people comfortable. Lose weight for what? For what reason? People really, you know what? That's crazy that you say that. Making other people comfortable. People really don't know how to control themselves when they see somebody overly big in public. It's almost like, oh, I gotta stop and stare. That's so mm-hmm. unnormal. Like, oh my gosh, you're not skinny. How the fuck did you get? And I do sometimes wonder, like, you know what I'm saying? I be watching my 600 pound life, don't drug me out. But, like, I do be like, damn, like, bitch, how you, you be like, they be like, I woke up one day and I 600 pounds. No, you didn't. Right. No, you didn't. <laughs> it, it was definitely a process. Um, but, yeah, I just, I wonder what what intrigues us to make us be like, damn, that's, that's a big ass motherfucker. Like, when something's different from you, you always. Not necessarily curious, but you're always quick to, like, judge it. Mm-hmm. Or point out a flaw to make yourself feel, right. like, mm, superior. Right. Because we all want to feel like we are that bitch. We are that girl. So you feel like you can't feel like you that bitch without feeling like you that bitch on top of somebody else? Exactly. That's the, that's the, the common thing that everybody's thinking, but that's not really it. We can all, you know... Look back and grab somebody and pull them forward with us. It's I don't understand why because somebody is in the same realm as you, but they're doing better than you that you feel threatened. I feel as though it's all in timing. Like you may not be there yet, but girl, keyword in that whole statement is yet. And who's to say you got all this shit so fucking fast? Who's to say they gonna go even faster? That's true. I say with social media, the way social media working now, one little tweet that you tweeted. Seven years ago, have all that shit crashing back for them. Shit. I feel like if we ever do make it that far, when we make it that far, they ain't going to be no goddamn problem. I ain't say nothing on the Twitter that I ain't say on the goddamn show. Pretty much. 
<laughs> I mean, people pull it up and what? And my thing is, I don't understand why people be so upset about things that they don't say. Like, girl, you said it. You said it. Like, like, I'm just, you, I was in a terrible spot. That, that be the thing. Niggas be, I, hey, them motherfuckers out there that's in them entertainment industries and them damn Hollywoods and shit. The motherfuckers be bad blocking like a motherfucker. It's almost mm-hmm. like everything almost, everything kind of relate back to like high school and shit. That shit all like some damn big ass popularity contest mm-hmm. like it's somebody at the top everywhere goddamn man mm-hmm. motherfucker do whatever damn stop their bad from getting blocked you feel me but like the whole world ain't there yeah good right. it's something it's some it's some people that's hit to that shit and they rather just fuck it i get my money my way i can't down i ain't about to get into all that shit because that's really how niggas get real i don't know i had seen jamie fox said um when niggas win like an Emmy or any award like that, all of a sudden they all got British accents. <laughs> so I was like, I, yeah, I feel like that's how shit be for real. Like, you gotta flex on your own people, keep your bag and shit. Mm-hmm. I feel so. That's just that. That's the system. It ain't even like it is. It's a system because it's like that's what we talk. The goal is, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, that's what I'm saying. So like, I feel as though the white people put this system in place where it's like, okay, they know that this is a prestigious award or whatever so they know if we give it to this person this person is going to feel some type of way and it's going to look like this to the audience so speaking of of niggas feeling some type of way i know this ain't in our current events but um rihanna recently launched her um luxury line or whatever and she getting like stupid backlash for people ready for music (laughs) not even for people ready for music because they say the shit too high but I'm just like, well, Welcome. from what I've seen, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> from on the, the internet and shit, like, niggas just kind of like, mm, you can support, you know, a Gucci or a Poochie or, you know what I'm saying, like, Louis Vuitton doing a luxury line with them. Mm-hmm. But if she want to do a luxury line, it's just, oh, no, you got to make it more affordable. Why the fuck does she... Why the fuck does she... We can afford that shit. This niggas out here, they got money like that. Right. I feel as though... That- the only reason, though, that, that people are outraged is because they, they I don't want to say they view Rihanna as obtainable or approachable or reachable, but I feel like, I feel as though they feel like she's more for the people, so she should have branded it to the people. Yeah, I mean, most of her demographics are the younger mm-hmm. crowd, so if they feel like it's higher, it's not for them. She's making it for Somebody who can afford it. Right. And who's to say that that's fucking wrong? I don't think that shit is wrong. Right. I'm about to say. Just say you can't buy it. Exactly. My fave does it all the fucking time. And saying, if you're a real fan, girl, you're going to find somebody where to get it, honey. Or just fantasize about having it because that's what I do. And I feel like, like as a real fan, you know that, you know what I'm saying? As much as Rihanna care about the community and all that shit, she's made that shit clear. Like, bitch, I run my own goddamn show, and that's period. So, I mean, at the end of the day, like, that whole her launching that shit, she doing that shit for self, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, to get her, you know, I'm getting my bag from Fenty. I'm covered. Right. I can get my bag from music. I'm covered. (laughs) Like, I want to do a luxury line. I'm pretty sure I can be covered. They gonna buy it, bitch. It's me. So why would I be mad at her for trying to like niggas be hating because they ain't they ain't getting their own bag. Mm-hmm. They can't afford it. And that's why. And maybe they don't feel like that's the reason off rip. But when you when you boil out to to why you ain't you ain't fucking with it. 
broke. You broke. <laughs> that ain't or funny. You, or you broke and you hating because I'm hell. I'm broke, but I'm just like shit, bitch. Do the damn thing. Right, because when Beyonce came out with that um collection she did with Balmain, and we saw them hoodies and shit was damn two hundred, three hundred dollar. Oh, I just look at the picture. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but then again, I feel like they still should make something that is affordable for your mainstream fans. Granted, she does, but it's not gonna be that. Cause she has her own, like, doesn't she sell, like, um, has her own merch? She got merch. She damn got her, like, Puma collab. Bitch got sneakers, damn pants, damn. Right, she has plenty of stuff for the common person to buy. Regular lingerie, like, ain't even got to get the Savage. <laughs> just get the regular shit. Right. But niggas don't see all that shit. It's just, oh, now you got this shit that's too high, I can't afford it. You ain't been buying other shit. But the thing is, I feel so people, this, I say this all the time, people always will remember... Or point out something that you did wrong or something that's problematic before they point out anything that you did good and right. I mean, that's for anything. Yeah, that's anything. Right. Right. You get one bad experience, you you won't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. Anytime somebody brings up that day, you're going to tell that one experience. Mm-hmm. Not about doing all the other times, that just one time. Like, um, this, it relates, but it's, it's, about, it's a personal thing. But at work, and um, they always tell me, um, you're kind of late, like, you're always late. And I'd be like, girl, one, I've been late, like, I can count on one hand how many times I've been late. Two, when I've been late, I've only been, like, no more, no more than five minutes. Yeah, I feel like the most you've been late to this job is really when the, that first little week with the whole schedule fuck up and shit. Like, right. The only time. But that's all they remember is that one time. And they bring it up all the fucking time. It doesn't bother me because, bitch, I know what I'm doing. I know I'm doing my job, and I know that I'll be here when I need to be here. But moving on, because that wasn't even on that one. That wasn't even on damn docket. Let's talk about um, this makeup artist <laughs> that, that uh, kicked the little, the little girl out of jail. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, so the makeup artist, Paris Hilton. Hilton, spelled H-E-E-L-T-O-N. She, um, and the only reason I'm really giving her any, like, any kind of platform is the reason is because this has been happening. This happens a lot, a lot, and I feel as though the first the first instance of this happening was like um was when that girl did that Cardi B makeup and she blessed the Cardi B. What happened? So apparently Cardi B had an attitude with the makeup artist, and she was like um. She didn't like the makeup, all that kind of stuff. And the makeup artist went on YouTube and, and just like laid Cardi out or whatever. And the internet was going pretty crazy over it for when it was happening or whatever. It was going on for like maybe two weeks, I guess. But apparently she had an attitude and it just wasn't the best experience. She, she was like, Cardi B is the worst person to ever do makeup on. She was trying to work with her and Cardi B was just not budging. She had an attitude. She only she only gave them like maybe thirty minutes to do her face. It was a lot of stuff, and I was like, "Girl, when you're dealing with a celebrity of that caliber, you don't know what the fuck is going on." She could have came in from culture, damn, having a cold or something. Or she got, you know what I mean? Like you never know what she got going on. So I feel it's not saying that you should cater to Cardi B because she's a celebrity, but when you're in the service industry, you're catering to your client. Period. And I feel so. That's where the makeup artist went wrong, cause she didn't. She didn't care about her client at all. 
And at the end of the day, man, you trying to get your bag. Like, exactly. They trying to pay you. She only go have this attitude for 30 minutes to well, an hour, like you said, however long you got to do the makeup. That's right. However long you got to deal with that shit, bitch. Okay, be mad. I ain't got to talk to you. We ain't got to talk. I can do your face and get on to the next client. Be on. I just want to know because the clip that was that's on Instagram or wherever it's posted, it's only showing us like maybe what three minutes of the entire live, and I feel as though she, it doesn't show us why the client was mad because I feel like there was definitely a reason, and I feel like she was part of the reason because when the girl even asked her like, "Can you smile?" da 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 da, da so I can um, blend this out, and the girl's like, "Hurry up and finish so I can go." Well, they posted another video of the live, I guess, before the girl got there, where she was just doing, she was doing her makeup on her live, and she was talking, I guess, she had two clients messaging her, mm-hmm. and they had, like, a conflicting time. One wanted to come in later, and one wanted to come in earlier, and she's just on live, like, oh my god, y'all, my customer's getting on my nerves, da da um, She's like, if y'all watching this live, y'all figure it out. Which what time y'all? Cause I'm getting paid. We're gonna, I already got paid, so y'all figure out what time y'all want to come through. She was like, "I'm on live. I don't have time to stop and look at the messages. So if you're watching this live, let me know." And she must have been the girl that was next on that live, cause she was um, the little girl had had. She was the one that wanted to come early or whatever, and she went on a whole rant about that. Like, girl, I sat you early. I ain't have to seat you early, girl. It worked out because the next client, by the time right. the girl been done, the next client was there early. She was like, they're going to my next appointment. Like, I'm still getting money, boom. You ain't got to do all that. And, like, just like, like you said, the video don't show all of, like, the confrontation. But that, that what Brittany just said, what, the one that would piss me off is, bitch, who the fuck you think you is? You just got to be blasting me on live like right. that and I'm a customer. Like, I don't give a damn if you got your money or not. Secondly, that energy would have not been the same had that young girl's mother still been in the room. Right. Or what had she came with her. You wouldn't have talked to her like that. And you, would, you wouldn't have said none of that shit you were saying. I don't think this is over. Not by a long shot. Yeah, I don't think this is over. Because now it's getting out of hand. Like, you are... Your point was to try to embarrass me. Mm-hmm. And now you're receiving backlash because you were wrong. And then, like, they got other clips of, like... They just posted one. I seen the girl digging in her nose. You digging in your nose, and you done, you done touch this girl, and wash your hand. You done put too much powder on this girl's face. Blow that shit off with your mouth. No, man. That... You got these people antagonizing me on the live, and you talking about you ain't turning it off, and you playing into that shit. Like, right. you think I'm about to just sit here and be disrespected 16 or not? Right. Right, and that's a lot of fucking people. And it's the fucking internet. Right, so that shit's Ain't even forever. You just expose me. There's all kind of people within however many seconds, however many minutes for your own fuck up. Like she should have just been like being professional and was just, like did her job, and that was it. My thing is, if you got any customer service period, if you got any beef or anything with your clients or whatever, you tell it to your client individually. Like, right. You do not put that blast that shit like that. And see that's. Why do people feel like social media gives them the the right to not be professional? You don't went from being, you know what I'm saying, a makeup artist on IG to being someone who's actually, like you said, you you getting booked, you're paid. So, I mean, act like it. Exactly. So, right. so, why, 
If you're getting booked and you're paid, why does this one client who has an attitude in your chair for however long she was in your chair, why does that one client matter to you so much? Just like you said, you're doing a service, customer service, you deal with that shit every day. Exactly. There's everything. Miss Hilton. Problem, I feel like now with a lot of businesses and like entrepreneurs and all of that, like, yeah, you got the business and all that, but you forgot the whole customer service part. Right. Like, there's training for that. Like, <laughs> you still got empathy, all that shit to your customers. You still got to go through that same thing. And see, this this goes back to the shit we was talking about last fucking week. Not not just ghetto, but just the whole the black interaction, like. Altogether, there's a lot of like black entrepreneurs that feel like they ain't got to treat you the same way they would treat a white customer because like it's on that old damn we can relate to each other. I mean, you can still keep it real with me and give me great service. Like you ain't got to talk to me like every time Dick and Harry the damn they give me great service. But I mean, I I definitely still expect that. Like, but that's the thing though. That's what they feel as though great customer service is being basically. <laughs> tending to white needs or tending to the customers that they feel as though are worthy. Right. Because they they do that to like even in the black community is more like a popularity. Like if you don't know who I am versus somebody that you know is big or mm-hmm. that you feel like can promote you, you feel like you putting them over me even though I'm paying the same whatever. Exactly. You feel like putting them first is more Appropriate or bitch, puppy. I was here for this. I don't care. No, me or not. All right. All right. Moving on from the filter. Let's talk about the baby. He got into a physical altercation with the guy who's been harassing him on Instagram and Twitter, on socials, for quite some time now. Apparently, the dude got on live and was like, this nigga, the baby at the mall, da 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 da. And so the baby got on live and was like, this nigga really think that I'm about to like sit here and let him talk all kind of ways to me. And proceeded to rat a tat tat on that head. The crazy part is that nigga that got beat up, he went, he got on Instagram right at this shit and was just like, I ain't get beat up. Nigga, it's over. Like, right, like stop. At this point, you ain't even got to try to say face dog. It is what it is. Right. Like, you really just making yourself look. Stupid. Like, he kind of looking like academics. My first tweet was, well, the first tweet I saw with the video, Savannah actually quoted it. And she was like, Shout out to my girl, Savannah. She was like, what if this was staged? She was like, um, some dude, somebody replied and was like, they don't, I guess they didn't think it was staged or whatever. But she was like, well, he just, that's how he got his start, you know, because of the, Oh, the boy said, well, being that the first person died, that he fought or whatever, he didn't oh, think yeah. it was real or whatever. And she was like, exactly. So he got his first start from that. That brought him a lot of attention. And then he just randomly ran into this nigga in the mall. And he got live and they fought. Just a theory, but <laughs> I just thought it was interesting. Because, I mean, at first it did kind of... And when I saw the like clip of the video, I wasn't almost gonna click because I just saw like the bloody part and that was the cover of the video and it kind of looked fake. I was like, oh, this stupid shit. But, but then, then it, when we, I saw, it, I'm like, okay. Mm, <laughs> you go first, you go because I'm still processing. 
I ain't got nothing to say. I just, I, I think it, it's a very valid point. I think it could, you know, actually. You think so? Um, do I, do I feel like it's valid? Yes. Do I feel like it was likely? No. I don't feel like it's valid because you really think that every guy he beat up gonna die. No, 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 no. It's just to bring attention, more attention to himself. Like, I mean, you know, his CD just came out recently, but that happy is gonna die down eventually. Like, and then. You gotta think, think of about niggas fighting. You think this man gonna roll up on a celebrity by himself? Think about Black China. You really think she fucking all these niggas? Yeah. Some of them. <laughs> I'm like, girl, she ain't like. Oh, some of them. Rolls up to see Black China. Those niggas are getting a check off her name, bitch. That pussy ain't free. Whether she is fucking or not, that exposure for them saying like they with her. That's all they need. That's crazy. But then niggas be quick to drag down Black John before they drag the the next nigga she with. But she'll take that shit because she taking her shake. Mm-hmm. Right with it. That's my... I, they take my disrespect with the side of a check. <laughs> exactly. That's I don't understand. People be getting so hell-bent about shit people say about them. And I'm just like, girl. One, why? Two... It's your fault because you put this shit out there for us to do the shit. So don't get upset when we give you what you already knew we was going to give you. <coughs> Just let it be what we give and move on to the next. But is it putting it out there like just normal snapping like we do? What do you mean? Like you said, putting it out there for people to... I'm saying like anything like if you're putting your life out into the world on social media and you're getting upset by what people are saying about your life and what you do and da 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 why you get mad about what we say you put it out into the world for us to judge because you know that's what we're going to do anyway so why you get mad when we give you what we give just let it be and move on just as simple as how you said why they can't take it why y'all can't just move on right <clears throat> and not say it just think that you did not like business. It's another golden rule. If you ain't got nothing nice to say, keep on going. Exactly. Or don't say shit at all, to be honest. Exactly. And like you said, just because this, you say my name, I'm still relevant. That's how that's how <clears throat> these movies that's how these movies do um free promo. Like they got this movie out now where it's like this white man imitating a um black woman to something like a call center or whatever and or like a radio oh, show where like they the call him. And he got the white boy? No, it's a white man that's imitating a black woman. <laughs> right. And like they did no promo. They put out a trailer and basically black Twitter just blasted it. And that's how it got out. Because they knew that we was going to be outraged. And now they know that we're going to go see it. Because we want to see what the shit is all about. I'm not going to see this shit. Exactly. I'm not giving it. I don't even know the title. I'm glad I don't know the title. The guy's just looking like, what? When you right. first said this shit like. I thought he was talking about that uh, movie on Hulu. Oh, Sorry to Bother You? Yeah. That movie was good too. It was weird. Yeah. But that gives. No, no. That makes no fucking sense. They have no reason to do that then. I like to say, what if like there's a such thing as like white people code switching? Yeah, what's up, my dog? <laughs> like for what? Um, <laughs> all right, you guys. So, 
Like I said, we've been talking for quite some time now, so we're just going to go ahead and jump into the actual show. Like I said, it's called Role Models. So just um, to give a little, you know, razzle-dazzle, y'all know how I like to do. What's you guys' definition of a role model? I think somebody that you aspire to be like, but you don't, I feel like you don't have to necessarily aspire to be like them, but you admire them in some kind of way. Somebody that's inspiring to you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> pretty, you know, pretty, <laughs> pretty, um, pretty straight to the point. Um, so, what, who is your personal role model? There is nobody that I'm like, kind of like looking up to. At this point, I feel like I'm gonna feel like a total nigger if I say my answer. Don't laugh. I um, <clears throat> I um. Kinda admire, really admire the Migos, you guys. Um, only because you know we just kind of watched the transition from you know a nigga with some paper, like a, a trap nigga, or like just a little nigga with some jury to just we got jets, we got houses. My mom, our mom, straight like I love a good just hustle, mm-hmm. and I feel like they took the shit that they had and. They made it work, like, despite everything, like, that nigga Offset went to jail twice before y'all even had your first mainstream hit, which was Bad and Bougie. Like, how long have we been listening to them niggas before then? Only right. two only two niggas rapping. My first Migos song was, um, that I fucked with was um, Handsome and Wealthy. <laughs> <laughs> I... Nigga, nigga love this shit. Okay, I will rap that shit down, okay? Everybody verse. You know what I'm saying? We used to kill that shit though. Like, niggas would get. Everybody had like a specific burst to mm-hmm. rap or whatever. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying though. I just. I respect the gun. Um, I love it. I like a come up. Mm-hmm. It made me want to come up. Not not that I ain't been want to come up, but it just be like, damn. Like, every time I see them niggas on Instagram, be like, Brittany, bro. Them niggas 27, 25, 24. Mm-hmm. Like,. And these niggas, damn, they, they flying out the country for, like, their birthday and shit just because, like, they got niggas cooking the, the meal in front of them at fucking 24. Like, I'm 24 now. What the fuck? I ain't got no damn shit. Also, at the same you know, time, I like... Everything's in time. I mean, I know it's in time, but it just made me feel like shit can be done. Like, that's a group, you know what I'm saying? And, like, I heard Quavo say one time, regardless if we get 10 mil from the show... And we gotta split that bitch, bitch. It's still more than you got. It's still a, like it's still millions. Like <laughs> Right. Regardless if we split it. And that's that's what I fuck with, because that's like a that's a simple definition of everybody eat. I don't care. If we gotta split it, bitch, we got it. And that's some real nigga shit that I fuck with. We already know my real model, so don't yeah, go on 20 minutes, nigga. Huh? Don't go on 20 minutes. I will get your ass off at 5 if you get no, there. No, no, I have, I, have, I have role models for different things. But mm-hmm. overall, my role model is Beyonce knows Carter. <laughs> Does she embody some of all of those things that you... Very much so. As a collective whole. But when it comes to, like, um, like drag and stuff and what I want to do as a career, as an entertainer... I really admire Shangela Laquifa Watley. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know who that is? No. 
the drag queen Shangela. Shangela. Yeah, she was on like season two of Drag Race, and then she came back season three. Tell us about a girl. So, what, what did she do that inspired you? So, when she was on season one, I mean, well, season two, sorry, of Drag Race, she had only been doing drag for like maybe, I want to say like nine months. And so, the basically, like, she was just a baby drag. Like, she was, she was a baby in drag. Little boy in drag, little gay boy in drag. But, um, but yeah, that's what he had looked like or whatever. So she um, was on season three, two, got kicked off the first episode. Ruth saw something in her and brought her back. Like it was, and when she brought her back, she did. She had grew, so she did better. <laughs> she got she got a little bit further. She got kicked off again. Ruth brought her back for All Stars, and it's just like I just you just see the growth and like the effort that. Shangela is a motherfucking hustler, and I I love that. Like everything she does is, is just and it's right. and I love the fact that she ain't taking her losses for losses. Like she using right. Losses, like okay, like it's like constructive criticism. Okay, I can take that and I can work on it. I can improve right. that. Every time she gets further and further and further, and I tell you, all stars. <laughs> she could have won. She should have won. And that's and you know what I'm saying, and that's okay because it's, it maybe wasn't. Maybe it wasn't her time to win. Just like you said, and, and that, that goes to that that really embodies that phrase, trust the process. Like, you've gotten this far. They keep bringing you back. Clearly, you got you got that thing, girl. Like, you're almost there. Don't don't stop now. Like, it's going to happen for you, but you got you got to trust the process. Girl, that process, I don't think she's going to go back. I don't think she can. Uh, that doesn't have to be the end of her process, though. That could be right. the very beginning. But the thing is, let me tell you this. And another thing, for the GLAAD Awards, where Beyonce was accepting her own award for being an LGBT ally, Shangela did a medley performance of Beyonce's songs. And Beyonce gave her a standing ovation. I was like, yeah! I was gagging her. <laughs> I was gagging. It was, it was like a full circle moment. I was like, yes, Shangela, like... This is what you've been saying you want since you got on Drag Race. Yeah. I did cry the first time I saw it. <laughs> no, no, I kind of, I kind of thought. I, I cried a couple <laughs> times. I cried the first time I saw it because I, I was so happy for Shangela and I was just so happy for like what this meant. And then the second time I cried was like, damn, that could have been me. What would we just say, nigga? Trust the process. It ain't your time to win. That don't mean you ain't gonna win. Right. Girl, I shook it off and I was like, you know what, girl? You never know, because that might be me damn giving you a award at the Glad Bowl. Like, hey, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't never make it without damn royal feet. Boy, listen, nigga. We in the middle of the process. I don't know where the fuck we at on that hole. Must be the got to be the damn game. I will say, after after having a conversation with you, it was, I was like, a lot of ideas just kept like coming to me and I was like, wow, like, just for when I was doing, you know, what I was doing, I was always self-motivated. And now that I'm not as self-motivated as I used to be, having that motivation from y'all, it's just like, it has given me a boost. And I just want to say, I love y'all. <laughs> so, you know I mean? You feel like it ain't times that we all look at to each other, like... In a sense, I feel like y'all could, y'all could, y'all are like my role models, depending on the situation. Like I just, I can't really discuss what you know, what I'm saying what the situation was, but I had a very serious conversation with Brittany yesterday 
um, about just needing advice and like, girl, got a bitch, like. You know what I'm saying? A bitch know what's going on, but I just don't know how to get there. Like, you know, talk to your girl. But you know what I'm saying? It's the expertise in certain areas. Like, I aspire to be like Brittany in certain ways. Like, handle handles certain situations in certain ways. Like, like you, you don't go... If there's rarely a day when you're upset. Like, that's why when you're when you're not talking, it's very just like... Nigga, what the fuck wrong with you? Uh-huh. Like, and that's in that's inspiring. It's like, it's like, you can feel it. it's like it's like a a weird silence because Britain don't really talk a lot, but it's like it's a weird silence. I don't know. I don't really experience a weird silence. Really? <laughs> no, because I mean, we just be chilling. Yeah, I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like, cause I wish you tell me too, because that's why I get at work. Yeah, know? like. They just be, oh, just, I'm like, bro. It's just a vibe. You just, just feel like, it. You feel it. I'm just chilling. I just don't want to, really want to be bothered, but I'm fine. I'm just. I seen that shit you posted the other day with it, like the head, like, and it was like, what's wrong? And you know, in your head, you're like, I really don't like none of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> that shit funny as well. I'm like, you know, and then all ask you, yeah, you know, I really, I really don't. <laughs> this shit is funny. That's how it be. And there many people that always want to talk to you and that she was wrong. Like, you. <laughs> <laughs> so you say we we motivate you slightly. What are we motivating you to do? Get back, getting back into what I, <laughs> what, what I like to do. What does your role model um, inspire you to do? To keep pushing and never stop. That could almost make me cry, nigga. <laughs> Alright, y'all. So, I'm up first this week with the Put Me On. I'm listening to Shada by my boy Young Nudie featuring Megan Thee Stallion. And my song is Simon Says I'm Megan Thee Stallion because of all the controversy that's around it. Fuck that whole title, whoever she is. <laughs> Four, five. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> and my song for the week is Enzo. We got a couple of hitters on there. It's DJ Snake, Shaq West, Offset, 21 Savage. Yeah. Damn. Okay, bitch, trap it out then. Okay.
Because his boyfriend watched the show. And I'm not going to read this one because he's really emotional and he's got a lot of things going on. So I'm just going to paraphrase and give you the gist of what's going on here. Okay? So, he says his boyfriend listens to the show. They've been together for about three months. They met on Jack. He gave us great hair because obviously he stayed. The boyfriend cuffed him up. You know what I mean? Like, hair got to be, you know, magnificent mm -hmm. to get cuffed off some hair. Like... And he was just like, you know, he's, they haven't had butt sex yet. He said that, butt <laughs> sex. But, but he's scared because he never did it and he just don't know what to do. He's scared as hell because no nigga is holding. Wow. <laughs> that is a lot, a little. <laughs> yeah. We're going to call him. Little. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, maybe you need to have this conversation with your partner. He said he can't talk about it. Why you can't? Y'all been together? He said, let me let me read. I can't bear to tell him to his face. You need to suck that shit up. That ain't even like you telling him like, ain't like you got something. You just scared. Like, you know, there is a worst that can happen with that shit. Like, mm -hmm. so, y'all might need to have a conversation. But what if, what if... The the um, guy is like, the boyfriend is like, oh, you know, we can't be together. You know what I mean? Y'all ain't been having sex, boom. Right. Like. But that's the thing, though. 
if he's experienced, like if you tell him, he could just like he could work around it, right? Calm down, try to ease into it. Just don't go fucking stupid in the ass, mm-hmm. like. We but can we really can we can talk about this. You really think he, that um, boyfriend is really gonna take the time to do all of that? You my boyfriend. Is they I would not end up. I would on Jack. They three months in they though. They boyfriend. They got tied on boyfriend. Obviously he fit. He doing something. Like clearly, yeah. clearly they had enough for right now. If it's that damn good, it's suffice in three months, boom. Right. If you've been waiting for that shit, you gonna do. Right, who the I'm not better. You we were already had three months on this ass and now you telling me like you know what I'm saying, you scared and then you know what I'm saying fine, like we ain't gotta do that today, but I'm not about to sit here and blow I done been waiting. I'm not about to sit, just sit here and blow that cause you you scared. Like that that's that's no problem, boom. We could we could we could work on that. That's what that was that what you would think that that boyfriend would think, but And see and the boyfriend don't think that it ain't need to be your man. I say I've been in this kind of situation. Well, I well, I haven't been cuffed off head. I ain't been cuffed, period. Oh my god! But I've had I've had like a situation where I had a regular, and all we would do is you know <laughs> no. just like <laughs> regular. We are sex positive on this podcast, okay? <laughs> <laughs> But I had a regular, and all we would do is just like oral stuff, whatever. And he kind of suggested that we did, you know, more. And I was kind of like, you know, I'm just not with it. I told him straight up, just like, girl, no, ma'am, that's just not the tea. And this is actually one of um, something I think about all the time. What? The fact that I'm not very interested in anal sex is that something that may hinder me from um, being in a relationship there is somebody out there for everyone right <laughs> there will be somebody who likes that there are people who like that you know masculine men that are interested in feminine fuckers right right eh. That does happen, so that that isn't too far fetched as to that's, a girl. that's more common than you think, right? So I don't think that's going to hinder you from anything. But if if, if anything, because the ones that you don't think that are gay are the ones that they rather be bent over, right? Bottom timing, and that's a whole craze. Like people love like the, the a masculine bottom that is one, running by the dozens, and I know you don't see a lot. Feminine tops, yeah, and I'm not really into like <coughs> topping either. I'm just like, <coughs> I just don't want to do it. Niggas want to suck dicks, right? And he might ask, like, <laughs> <laughs> but then again, like even when I think about it, I'm just like, that's really kind of boring. Like, <laughs> maybe I mean, not if you make it exciting, bitch. You know what works for you, so make it the best damn thing you gonna do. It's like I know I like sometimes I do be like wanting to like try it, but I just know like, I just know that whoever I'm with is gonna be in an uncomfortable situation. I'm just like no, girl, don't even put it. You got to brand your horizons in. You got to branch out. You got to stop fucking with these local niggas. <laughs> you got to get you a real. And see, that's the, I'm I'm paranoid. I can't even just fuck with no damn stranger. You know, bitches is turning up missing, girl. 
I hate for them to snatch your pretty ass. Uh, girl, even though I'm too big to be snatched up. Girl, you think they snatch your hoes? Small hoes, big hoes, <laughs> medium hoes. <laughs> Right. Your ass alone. You were the snake. You understand that? <laughs> but yeah, you gonna have to really have a conversation, huh? It's gonna be, you know, either a lot of fucking lube and a lot of fucking ass eating, or it's gonna be on to the next nigga's second feet. <laughs> but I mean, if it is on some shit where it's on to the next. You should definitely be a friend. So a motherfucker know what they're getting into because you right. know what I'm saying? It could go the other way, motherfucker. Like, oh, yeah, I've been waiting three months. Then you just been sucking a nigga dick. Like, how long right. you think that shit was gonna last? Like, then you gonna tell me you ain't wanna fuck. Like, you scared to fuck. Man, get the fuck out of here. Right. It can happen like that. So, if it do happen like that, just now you know, keep that shit a buck from the jump. Right. And um, hit me up my DMs at the Road Fever. Oh. No, I'm just saying, like, you know, we can, like, have this conversation further. But, alright. Back to the subject, you guys. Um, we're talking about role models. Are you guys aware of if you guys are someone's role model? Yeah. Tell us about it, Brittany. And how do you even acknowledge that? Like, how do you know? You kind of just do. My nephew wrote me a letter. Oh. <laughs> what it say? That's so sweet. We use a basic. Oh, what did it say? Asking me how was my time out there? Like, how was it? Did I get the shoot? Whatever. Right. I really want to be like you when I grow up. Possibly consider the military to fill the army. Oh, good shit. But um, I don't know if anybody looks up to me other than um, well. Tyra did say, she has said this on the show. <laughs> Tyra did say that she looked up to me. Oh, I said, I know a, a baby dread that look up to you too, girl. Ooh, you got a man. mini me running around here in these streets. Oh, Sierra Dior? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm like, me and Tierra, we, we, we look up to each other. Because I see things in Tierra that I admire and I feel as though it's reciprocated. Exactly. But I feel like, I don't know, I feel like you're more the mentor than the mentee in the relationship. Just being on the outside looking in, you know. Because mm-hmm. I definitely like, yo, like, the motherfucker already had confidence on a thousand. But, like, y'all, like, collabing and trying to help him, you know, do his thing creatively, do her thing creatively. Mm-hmm. Has just, like, made it even, like. A thousand times higher the confidence. Like Brittany posted a video, matter of fact, um, like two days ago. You came in fucked up a couple months ago, and you're like, "Hey, y'all!" And Tia was with you, and like she just followed suit. Hey, y'all! Just kind of like mad man twerking on the wall. And I'm like, that's a poison influence. Yeah, definitely in the gay community too. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you're like head steady. I want to be like Britney. That's that's what they. That's what it's like. Like how bitches want niggas want to be like Mike. Bitches want to be like Britney. Britney brings so many. Britney brings so many girls around that just you know she kind of look up to me, bitch. Fuck that girl. Like I can vouch for that. The, the bitches definitely want to come on the Britney and be um, 
you know, advised. And then, like, the first question, it just disturbs me. Because, first of all, bitch, back the fuck up. <laughs> That's my bitch, first of all. Secondly, she can't show you shit, bitch, because that's my bitch. Third of all, <laughs> nah, but seriously, they always come over, like, first thing, as soon as they walk through the door, where the hoes at? And it's not like, I don't know what kind of life they think we live okay. on the social medias, <laughs> on the Snapchats, but we really just be with each other. Right. Like, <laughs> all that niggas is us. All that, like, there ain't no hoes. All that ass, that's male ass. Yeah, male ass, female ass, friend ass, like, <laughs> That's a big common misconception about this household, I will say. I've had people look up to us as far as friendship. Or goals. Yeah, people say it all the time. We've been together for how long? 2012. Bitch, please keep that to yourself. Keep that to yourself, girl. My mama told me that to me. You about to be 25, girl. Please shut the fuck up. <laughs> Can we please talk about that? Yeah, uh, when we get there. Bitch, you ain't to 25, too tough. Right. No, good. No, girl. Y'all would not take me into that damn about to be doing dirty because I don't want to do it. 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 That's the problem. That shit crazy. Like, and I, you know, like, oh. I used to think my cousins was so young and still at 30. Like, that shit did not phase me. And now I understand why. And I'm just like, Bro, them niggas still big kids. Like, you can't be nothing. And that's No, I was saying life is fucking short. Like, literally, I was talking about that shit the other day. I was like, damn, I'm already a fucking half a century gone. I'm at quarter of a century. Like, right. oh. About to be 30, nigga. Right. But they say life is short. But who's longer than that? I always think about I always tell y'all all the time All the shit that they be telling us All the shit made up We don't know what the fuck true Like how the fuck you can tell me A tree 50 million years old Bitch you don't know <laughs> <laughs> No fucking machine You don't got the rings But you don't know that You don't know that But don't you have to cut the tree down and cut Exactly <laughs> This tree's been around for me. You don't fucking know that because it's still standing. <laughs> this is why, you know, at this point, you really just, this is, this is why life's so short because at the point niggas get to when they realize they really got to take shit into their own hand, it be too late. And I feel so, what you said is exact, is exactly true and I feel so look white. I feel so the reason why I feel like it's true is because if it wasn't true, people wouldn't have religions. Because they need something to fucking believe in. Right. And you see, and when, when I was in middle school, um, I remember this shit. In social studies, we were talking about, like, um, I think it was the Babylonian Empire or whatever. But, like, they were talking about, like, all the gods that they believed in or whatever. And I'm like, that's stupid. Like, how do you believe in, like, a rain god and, like, uh, um, a sun god and all this other stuff? Because, you know, at the time, it was preached to me that we only had this like one God or whatever and then you know what I'm saying I don't really like to talk about that because I don't want to you know what I'm saying I don't want to cross no 
lines, but it just kind of makes you like, oh, well, you know, maybe, maybe they weren't, maybe they weren't crazy, or maybe we all fucking crazy. Maybe we all need that to hold on to, and then it's time that you like, oh gosh, like that happened, kind of like how I wanted it to happen. Um, maybe shit is real. I just, mm. I don't know. I feel like that's a very gray area when it comes to uh, man-made knowledge mm. and that's why I, I don't really I, I grew up Christian but I don't really subscribe to Christian values I like some of the values <clears throat> but I don't I don't practice Christianity in the who <clears throat> do you consider yourself worthy to be a role model mm. personally yeah I be feeling like why why are you looking at me like there's so many other Important people, damn, you can be looking up to at me. But at the same time, you got to think, like, and since we almost like trailblazers, like, I ain't really talk about it, but I got a little cousin that look at me, minus the fact that she can play basketball because she thinks she doesn't <laughs> be Kobe, damn, everybody. But, like, <laughs> I was telling them earlier, she came down here to visit earlier, but she didn't even want to come because she was like, if I can't stay, like, don't even bring me around or whatever. But like, I just feel like, and I feel like, you know what I'm saying? She may, may or may not go on the LGBT path or whatever. But mm-hmm. I feel like in her eyes, it's like amazing that I do my own thing. Like there was one day, um, <clears throat> y'all know college lets out in like May or whatever, but she was still in school. So I took her to class one morning and like everybody, she, we were late and everybody in the office just like kind of stopped and stared when I walked in there or whatever. And she was just like. Why people don't mind their own business? Like that girl's sharp. Right, like what you what they what you do got to do with other people and I was like, it just don't. Like don't even let that phase you. You have a good day and you go to class. Like But I was like in that sense, like maybe like I said, maybe we are trailblazers because like we doing shit that people ain't never in our family ain't they ain't never done that shit. Like they can't they don't see that shit. Like that's how I felt like one of my another question in my head now I know I find myself like mm, I straddle the fence depending on the person because I've been in you know what I'm saying situation or whatever but how do you feel like when you see someone and you know like they're not being their true selves or whatever but like like around you they try to they dress it up like oh you know what I'm saying we wanted the same or whatever but like to everybody else you know what I'm saying you just clean cut da, 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 in terms of like hiding sexuality. Like, okay, <clears throat> around me, you can come around and you can try to be a stud or like, you know what I'm saying? Like you hard, which you know what I'm saying? You don't have to be hard to be a stud, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But on Facebook, you're just Amber and you know, the girly girl and um, you know, I'm a tomboy, but not gay, but I can do both, but I'm not gay. I understand at the same time I don't feel as though 
it depends on who you're hiding it from with me. Because I feel like if you're hiding it from your family, I absolutely, 100%, I, I understand. However, if you're hiding it from your own people that you call your best friends, that's when it's kind of like, it, 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 almost, it almost feels to me that you're delusional. Like you don't even believe it yourself. And it almost seems like you're still you're still going through that process of finding. You can definitely tell when somebody's still going through the motion. Like they just don't damn know. Mm-hmm. And it's very apparent. Like, and it's cool. Like, but you don't have to be like if you don't know, you don't have to put on this person around me. I don't give a shit. Right. Because what you do is what you do. Yeah, please don't do that extra shit around me. Right. Because yeah. then I ain't gonna wanna fuck with you. Right. <laughs> I don't like that shit. Like we talk, we talk about that shit so much. It's just crazy. I vibes like that shit. Everything to me. And like you got one time, honestly, one. If you get that, because I'm that friend. Like I'm not with it. Not to go spread that shit. Damn. I don't need any friends. Newer ones, anyway. Like. Well, I'm not looking for no friends. Uh huh. I don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> so I never sent you. Quite frankly, I don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> but lastly, um, just one more question, guys. What is the importance of being a role model and having one? Ooh, I feel like it's like a, it's a, it's a, it's a chain. I was just thinking like they want, like they're definitely one and the same. Right. Yeah, like <laughs> the same thing somebody did for you, you would want to do that for somebody else, mm-hmm. and then like if. You don't if even if you've never had someone do that for you, like the fact that you got that one person like looking up to mm-hmm. you, like whoa, like you like know, I maybe I can before. inspire somebody else. Like maybe mm-hmm. it just starts to, or maybe you start the chain instead of you know having it being started with you having a mentor. Maybe you start that, and the person that looked up to you, you know, they develop the the kind of personality, the kind of charisma that somebody starts to look up to them, like. Like I said earlier in the episode, it's you look back and you bring somebody forward. Like it's a chain. I'm 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 getting energy from them, the energy that they're giving me. I'm sharing that energy with somebody else, and that person's sharing the energy that I'm giving them with somebody else. I feel like that foundation is important because not all not all of us have like parents that we feel like we can call when shit go wrong, or like people we can just an adult or like somebody like you know what I'm saying somebody that we look up to like that that we can just call and be like damn like I'm really going through you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. what advice can you give me or whatever and that could be somebody that could do that for you somebody that you know what I'm saying that ain't in house that ain't your people that's gonna still keep it real with you and you know what I'm saying but wow when you put it like that then I would definitely have to say I have my role model that's my cousin Brittany like first thing when I have anything going on first that's literally the first person I call them well, if there's something I can share with my parents, I'm going to go to my mama first. And then I'm going to go to Britney. But if the majority of the time, I'm going to go to Britney first. And then I'm going to go to my parents. Never, I know, you never know how close your role model could be. So, like I said, end up telling who actually looks up to you. Just how just how fast you picked up, like, oh, shit. Like, it's somebody right. I look up to for real, for real like that. Now, there's probably, there's a good chance that somebody would looks up to you like that. Like, and, and you know what I'm saying? You got to think, like... This one, you, you've been talking this shit so long. Like you got me believing this shit, nigga. You got to change your perspective. Like, mm-hmm. think about that shit you did on campus, nigga. Homecoming, nigga. Imagine how many gay niggas wish they could do that shit. You did that shit for a lot of people, nigga. Like, that was some, that was some major shit. Like, 
Ain't no telling who admires you for, for, for having doing this shit. The people that know that you did this shit. The people with the inner gay that's like, oh, bitch, I'm gay, but I can't show it. Like, that's the funniest thing. I can't even find that fucking video. <laughs> <laughs> that video is gone. I don't know where that shit is. Okay, but for the people who saw it, girl, it'll always be legendary, girl. Can't take that from you. And now it's, they having drag shows at, um. No, right, now they having drag shows at the school all the right. time. What am I saying, nigga? Trailblazing, nigga. <laughs> But alright y'all boy, that's it pretty much for episode 19. Um, we got some fire coming <laughs> for episode 20 just to, you know, show y'all some love because we've been in the game for 20 episodes, about to say 20 years, about to give a fuck up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as always, this was the, um, this is the motherfucking highway. You kicking it with Juice Boulevard. It's your favorite player, Alexo, signing off. See y'all next week. It's 50 Shades again. Alright, remember to follow us on all of our socials at Juice Boulevard, J-U-I-C-E-B-L-V-D, and it's your new favorite cross-dresser, The Aurora Fever. Don't you hear the bass, bitch? We in space, shit, my nigga gonna ape shit Don't you hear the bass, bitch? We in space, shit, my nigga gonna ape shit Gonna ape shit Don't you hear the bass, bitch? Gonna ape shit